Morning Answer on AM560, The Answer. Listen to AM560, The Answer online at 560theanswer.com on the AM560 mobile app, on your Alexa-powered smart speaker, and on TuneIn, iHeart, and on Odyssey. This is Chicago's Morning Answer with Dan Proft and Amy Jacobson on AM560, The Answer. Top of the morning, <clears throat> excuse me, Dan and in for Amy J. This morning is former state legislator Jeannie Ives, now the principal at Breakthrough Ideas. And, uh, well, they knew this was coming, oh, yeah. this news just out this morning, that uh, inflation running at 8.5% in March. And I think a lot of people will tell you it's well into double digits at this point, particularly in some sectors. Mm-hmm. They knew it was coming uh, because Jen Psaki <laughs> was out yesterday doing preemptive damage control with her Putin price hike propaganda. So because of the actions we've taken to address uh, Putin, the Putin price hike, we are in a better place than we were last month. Um, but we expect March CPA, CPI headline inflation to be extraordinarily elevated due to Putin's price hike. And we expect a large difference between core and headline inflation reflecting the global disruptions in energy and food markets. So core inflation doesn't include energy and food prices. Uh, Headline inflation does. And of course, we know that core inflation, you know, energy, the impact of energy, of course, on oil prices, gas prices, we expect that to uh, continue to reflect what we've seen uh, the increases be over the course of this invasion. And just as an example, it's only headline yeah. inflation. So it's a, it all, it's only the headline inflation. Is that a sorry? I was choking on the numbers there as well as that explanation. So um, a good uh, Twitter thread on this from a guy named Eric Hartman, just a mm-hmm. sort of a personal everyday example, which I think brings it home nicely. This is how inflation destroys good people, he writes. Our local Mexican restaurant is owned, run by a wonderful Mexican family. Their son is the same age as ours, and we order... Uh, from there at least once a week. For the past five years, a total check for five entrees plus rice and beans has been 90 bucks. Today, we didn't have grandma with us, so we just ordered four entrees, but the bill was a lot higher, 110 bucks. I thought he made an innocent mistake and charged us for five instead four. Nope. Prices have just gone up that much that quick. They were very apologetic. Just a couple of weeks ago, the same entrees were eighteen dollars in each. Were eighteen dollars each, including rice, beans, tax tip. Now they're twenty-seven fifty each. Eating at this restaurant was a bit of a splurge before. Now it's an ouch, and the restaurant was empty tonight, a Friday night. This rest, the restaurant had to raise their prices and pass them along to customers, all because a bunch of morons have decimated our supply chains and energy supplies. Will his rent go down to help things? Will his taxes go down to provide some relief? Nope. Customers. Customers will simply go less often or stop going altogether. This will destroy this wonderful business and this wonderful family. These are the exact demographics Democrats claim to care so much about, but actions speak louder than words. Which is why when the Wall Street Journal opines, Jeannie, with the glaring exception of inflation, the U.S. economy is performing well. It's sort of, uh, you know, other than that, how was the play, Mrs. Lincoln? Well, and, you know... While wages seem to be increasing, they're not increasing to combat 8.5% inflation. There's no way. And the Wall Street Journal also clearly says that it's driven by skyrocketing energy and food costs. 
Well, you know, th- what the lefties forget about is that um, food costs, uh, to provide, to, to grow the food, you need fertilizer. And guess what you need for fertilizer? You need natural gas. And yet we're destroying a lot of our energy sector at the same time that we need <laughs> more energy. Uh, and this is not related to Ukraine, but Ukraine's a huge provider of wheat to the world. And as their supplies diminish, it's, it's a market demand issue. Well, and we'll provide go up. We'll provide natural grass to the Europeans, just not to Americans. Well, that's right. Absolutely. For more on all this, we're pleased to be joined again by James Perry, senior VP and partner at Arbor Research. Jim, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. You're welcome, Dan. Thanks for having me. So eight and a half percent. Your reaction to the impact that will have on uh, an equities market already reeling because of this, uh, you know, this environment where I mean, the Wall Street Journal a little dismissive. Uh, everything's going well except inflation. Well, that's that's a sort of a big problem. I agree. Um, in the research business, you know, you, you hear a lot of narrative, but uh, the truth is, markets markets give you a snapshot of of reality. You know, every day, every hour, every week, and uh, the stock market is um, doing exactly what you would think it would be doing with higher interest rates and higher interest rates are going up because the fed is going to hike interest rates probably seven times in the next 10 months, 12 months. Um, and the stock market is not fully pricing in that reality yet. And with respect to the fed and hiking interest rates and this, um, you know, uh, dance that they're doing to try to, you know, make just the right steps. I mean, how, how confident are you that uh, that Jay Powell and uh, those mystics on the Fed board can prevent uh, us from slipping into recession as opposed to expedite our way into one? Right. Um, there's a slowdown coming, that's for sure. Um, the Atlanta Fed latest uh, GDP forecast um is at 1% for Q1, right? Uh, and that's probably optimistic. Um, and I'm not so sure Q1 is a real problem. It's really what happens in, in the fall, right? Um, interest rates were uh, pushed down to low levels, obviously, for the pandemic and all of the stimulus that came from the government um, was pushed into the economy, and all of that spending skewed the supply and demand structure, not only in the United States, but around the world. And uh, the world has to adapt to that. And the problem is, if it was just the economy, we'd probably be in pretty good shape right now. But when government starts allocating capital to economies, uh, it gets put in the wrong places. And... Um, the market is having to struggle to get past all those roadblocks. Uh, Mr. Perry, uh, on a more personal note, and I think actually this is relatable to a lot of folks. Um, so I'm dropping off my son and his fiance tonight at the airport. They're going to fly to Houston and purchase their first home, home, look at homes. And yet mortgage rates are, you know, just crossed the 5% average, maybe headed up even f- higher. Uh, is it a good time to buy a house with these mortgage rates? Or, or I mean, what do you do? Is there is there a wait and see? I mean, considering that consumer right. spending has a lot to, to do with our GDP, if, if, you, if your mortgage is higher, you don't have a lot of money to go ahead and furnish that home, 
and do everything else you want to do, and that's going to be a buster for new people starting right. out. Uh, good point. Yeah, I saw yesterday that uh, mortgage rates touched five and a quarter percent yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the real estate market is very difficult to look at in aggregate because the country's a big country. You know, Houston is different than Miami, and Miami's different than Chicago. Uh, and Dan and I have spoken about this before. Uh, home prices around the country average uh, something like plus 20% in the last 12 months. In Miami, they're plus 35. In Houston, they're probably plus 25, right? But in Illinois, they're down six or something, right? <laughs> so moving from Illinois to Houston is probably a pretty good idea. Right. Um, and quite honestly, uh, real estate prices uh, in Miami, in Florida, in Texas and Tennessee, they're still going up. People are moving from California Illinois, New York, and many other blue states. And it's because of taxes. And the problem with the the entire economy right now is that the average American earnings at a household level are behind the inflation rate. And people have to get past that. So if you can reduce your costs by moving out of the state with high taxes, you're going to benefit. Do you have to pay five and a quarter for a new mortgage? Yes, I'm afraid you do. Disposable income at the household level is falling, and it's mm-hmm. going to fall for several years. And when that happens, the economy will eventually start slowing, and as it slows, prices will come back down. But it's going to take years. Oh. Years. So you're talking about a, uh, I mean, so yeah, maybe a 5-1 now, but you're, and you just mentioned, seven times in the next uh, 12 months, you expect uh, the Fed to hike rates. So it's going up from there, and... Inflation, high interest rates, potentially stagflation, uh, and as you said, declining household incomes. This is not something that we're looking at this calendar year. This is something we're looking at for the next couple of years at least. Is that is that what you're saying? Right. I mean, you know, remember the Fed has hiked once so far, right, from zero to 25 basis points. And look at the market reaction, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and now, you know, the next, next Fed meeting is until May 4th or something like that, and then June. But they're probably going to hike 50 basis points or 75 basis points for the next two meetings or three meetings. So the market is pricing that in, and the market doesn't like what it's seeing because demand is going to fall. And that's the only way the Fed is going to be able to fight inflation. Powell has been put back in office. You know, he is reaffirmed for a second term on the basis that, the administration wants inflation to go down. And, you know, quite honestly, the Fed really doesn't have much control over that. You know, I mean, raising rates isn't going to change the price of a Honda Accord, you know. Uh, they, they can't change things like that. And they can't change the price of wheat or corn or chicken. That's, that's going to be um, – these supply chains are going to be broken for quite a while here. So the next thing they'll suggest is that we just implement a no-fly zone in Ukraine and push Putin out, and then we'll solve inflation in the United States. Yeah, I mean, the war has changed everything. Um, I wrote a piece last week, and I just said, you know, the odds of sort of mutually assured destruction, you know, pre-war were probably not as low as we thought they were, but they're higher now. Right. And when you have an overlay like that facing Europe, Asia, the whole world, people's confidence is going down. 
And because of the supply chains, uh, the prices of everything are going up. I, I saw a story the other day that said uh, Europe's largest chicken farm happens to be in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And um, four million chickens died, right, because yep. they didn't have any food or water. So it doesn't affect the price of chicken uh, to, to the, by the restaurant next door too badly. But the fact is that, you know, it empties the stores in, in many, many countries, right? So um, this is food is probably a bigger problem than energy for, for the poorest two, three quarters of the world. And, and you're already seeing things, you know, uh, Sri Lanka defaulted on its debt today. Russia is defaulting. There's riots in Peru. You know, back a few years ago, we had the Arab Spring and, you know, changed governments in Egypt and places like that. So the, the society, the pressure on society right now because of higher food prices is going to create government instability around the world, just like it's doing here, right? People in this country are not very happy with government right now. He is James Perry, Senior VP and Partner at Arbor Research. Jim, thanks as always. Appreciate it. You bet. Thanks for having me. And he joined us on the Turnkey.pro Answer Line. You're listening to Chicago's Morning Answer with Dan Proft and Amy Jacobson on AM560, The Answer. The following is a paid political